Marvel's Secret Invasion started with a bang. I guess we do have to worry about the guy from State Farm, after all. Hey guys, right here for Geek Variants, back for another exciting episode with the man, the myth, the Marvel, the man whose opinion you care about when we talk about the red logo that has defined Disney's blockbusters of late, Marvel. And we gotta say, how do you feel about the episode? The episode has been compared by a couple people, I'm not gonna say how many, to, uh, or not the episode, the entire series is supposed to be an Andor-like series. And the way it starts off, I'm kind of getting a similar feeling when I watched the first episode of Andor. Uh, that espionage kind of thing, everybody kind of watching everybody and wanting to know what's going on. I think it turned out really well for this first episode. Like, I'm happy with they just kind of got right into it and things kicked off with a bang, literally. And it just went ham from there. Like, there's not really been much of a slowdown as far as which twist and turn they're going to take. So... Now we just have to kind of see how it plays off because right now it looks to be a, like a standoff between three different factions. And things are going to be absolutely crazy. What will be even crazier is you hit that lovely red subscribe button, bottom right corner, it really helps us out. Likes, dislikes, all that good stuff. Um, there's a lot of new names to learn. I have zero idea what Gravik is. I'm sure that's something I will have to learn on the fly. Um, it was nice that... Talos came back. I think that's a very good actor. I think he's brought a lot to the role overall. Seeing him and a Fury play off one another was really nice. Thought there was some good chemistry there. Amelia Clark, the mother of all dragons, playing Gaia. So she's going to be in for an interesting role. Um, it's been a long time since I see since I seen her in any product. Last time I saw her was Star Wars for Solo, and that was terrible. So to see her in something that is Looking very good from Jump. I thought this was going to be kind of one of those Marvel slow burn series. Apparently, I have no idea what to deal with, which is fantastic because Marvel's formula has been kind of stagnant with the six-episode format. But this, this looks promising. I'm very excited to see what we've got here. I uh, I like what we got going on. Fury is going to have things interesting. Um, I thought Hill was being a bit of a whiner at the early part of the episode. Like, oh, you left me, you left Earth, blah, blah, blah. That was a bit overdramatic. Once you see yourself turn into dust, I would kind of have a realignment of my priorities as well. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think with Hill, I mean, Hill's been attached to Fury for a long time. Like, she's been there. Like, the only person who's been there right now longer has been Talos, of course. Um but as far as their, their relationship, again, it's it's a very big uh, connection between the two. So, of course, anytime that connection is severed and she doesn't access, she's going to feel cut off. Like, she's always been the number the number two to, to Fury to kind of handle everything that he's got to handle and, and get stuff done and always got somebody to fall back on. So, of course, when he left and she's got to kind of hold it down, she can hold her own. Maria Hill is a badass. She can hold her own. But, you know when somebody you care about up and disappears and you're used to them constantly coming back and not staying dead and they just go away. Yeah. It's going to wreak havoc on her because and think about it. If the snap changed him, 
why why wouldn't it change her? Why wouldn't it have an effect on her? Like it's gonna have a different effect on different people as things go. We don't know how they're gonna play this. What other things are gonna happen with it? Is it like a like a PTSD kind of thing with it? Is it only affecting Fury? Is it affecting multiple people? What's going on? So I'm not really mad at Maria, and especially with kind of how things turned out in the end. It's it's fine. It shows a deeper connection, and it shows Fury's gonna live up to his name and probably unleash some fury at some point in time uh all puns we love them all dearly but um never say never with marvel i mean we saw fury get shot by winter soldier and literally just kept on trucking like nothing happened so until i see that body inside of a hole inside of the ground never say never um she could be fine for all we know uh with this universe and the way everything's been playing out the technology has clearly advanced because Gravik was using some stuff we have not seen on screen before and that is going to be interesting to see how it all plays out figure out what their grand plan for everything is i'm very excited to watch all this unfold hopefully you the viewer are as well leave your thoughts in the comments below let us know what we got right let us know what we got wrong i do not have anything else to add for this episode other than that it was interesting that they made it look like Gravik was kind of stationed in chernobyl but at the same time, it's an interesting setup, and it would easily be a place no one would go looking for you. I mean, Chernobyl is the one that everybody knows, you know, with everything that happened. So he could be in one of these several different sites. So, I mean, look at how the story is playing out so with that. You got the invasion going down. You got people who are wary of, of spies, and they're just going back and forth like, who's going to be trusted? You got Sonya, which is a creative character for this and stuff, and she's running her ops team. Fury's got his ops team. Gravik's got his team. But Gravik's on the Scroll Council. We don't even know what they're doing. If he's going rogue or he's going by wishes of the council, you know, doing some kind of black ops for them to to make new Skrullos, you know, which Skrullos was the home planet. So new Skrullos, the, uh, you know, the entire, you know, place of Earth. Like, they're going to take over everything and just make that entire thing new Skrullos. What's, what's the deal? He's got, there's at least 500 people there. 100 of them are combatants. There's a lot of stuff going on. Freaking Talos' wife is, is gone. Like she died at some point in time. Soren died. Apparently she was killed by Gravik, so that's a big thing to hang on to. And then Gaia didn't know about it. And then now she knows about it. And it looks like she may be flipping the script to kind of help dad out. But we don't really know where her loyalties lie because she's still kind of known. Talos looked like he was having some issues. He didn't know what he wanted to do as far as the the little fight scene he had and because he doesn't want any other scrolls to die like there's a lot going on right now so that so yeah there's a lot to dissect we're going to talk about it all like i say again be in the comments and stuff because i will talk about each and every bit of it there and we'll really get into it so i was gonna say was gaia even truthful all the information that she gave talos turned out to be nothing because the bags were a double switch no one knew what was going on and ultimately, things just took a left turn. But that's it for us. Be sure to hit that lovely red subscribe button. Appreciate each and every one of you who toughed it up for seven and a half minutes. It's been a late night for all of us. But we'll see you in the next one.